Hey guys, welcome to the new episode of the QMS podcast. This episode revolves around youth and recreation, and we're joined by our peer Farouk in today's discussion. We hope you enjoy the podcast, and of course, feel free to send in any topics you'd like us to discuss in future podcasts. But do you know what happened after after that after we talked about you know how girls talk in some way? What? What TikTok? You know how way? we were talking about how girl, yeah the TikTok girls how they uh, talk. Bro, I went to pick up my little cousin. Exact same way of talking, bro. I just thought, okay, yeah, what's going on here? Oh wait, hey, Salam, did I tell you um about when I went thingy? What's it called? You went... When I went Westfield with Farouk and Nads. No, no. Bro, I went Westfield with Farouk and Nads, yeah, and I was trying something. Yeah. I was trying something on, and then in the um another um the fitting rooms, the cubicle next to me, yeah. yeah. I see, a, I hear a girl come out to her friend, yeah, and she's like. Oh, it's not giving. It's supposed to give, but it's not giving. Yeah, stuff for a lot. I was like, "Rah, this is serious." In public, this is serious. In public, bro, with confidence, with chest as well. I I came out. I didn't see that they they had shame. Yeah, I can't. I I I see why she says it's not giving. Like she's she's like a size fourteen and she's putting on a size ten dress. You're gonna pop out. You're gonna pop out. I was planning to keep this for the podcast just as a nice introduction. I you just gonna done that. Right, you can keep it, keep it, keep it. It's calm, it's calm. Yeah, but all I'm saying is, she always popped out the dress. Like, no wonder it's not giving. You get it, like. <laughs> what is this guy's problem, man? Oh, my days. <laughs> uh, cool, back to the main topic. Yes, sir. Alfred, <laughs> do you drink? No. Hell no. I said hell no. No. Yeah, that was a very emphatic response. Why do you the reason that? I say hell no is because that's the place I end up or I believe I will end up because I myself am a Muslim and we don't do them things. Alhamdulillah. Just I'm one question though about that, if you don't mind me asking. Yes, sir. Okay, I'm assuming, Philip, is it a similar situation as in religion wise? Yeah, yeah, similar situation. Yeah? Okay, cool. Do you think if your religion didn't restrict you, do you think you would have drank anyways? In terms of alcohol, no, I wouldn't drink just because, like, my personal view on it, like, setting my religion away from that, it's just, it's it's a stinky drink that people drink to vomit <laughs> it out anyway, and then wake up the next day with a headache. It, you're doing it to yourself, to be fair. Like, I don't know why anyone would want to do that in the first place. That's my view on it. That's how about you? Um, away from religion, did I drink alcohol? Simple answer, no. Um... Can't lie, I've tried alcohol in the past because I, I am permitted to try alcohol or to have it in moderation. And I've got to say, alcohol is one of the most disgusting things I've ever had in my life. I've given it multiple chances. It never, ever gets better. It baffles me. It completely baffles me how someone could enjoy drinking alcohol. I don't see how people do it. So me, nah, man, I'm good. I'm good. It's not nice. And it, it literally has no good benefits. It genuinely doesn't. So I don't see why, in fact, no. I do see why people drink alcohol, but I don't see why they'll drink it for enjoyment or for the taste, because there, there is no taste. I think it's one of the ones where you have very, very short-term, let's say, fun or benefit. Even the benefit is not really too much, but... And then the long-term is probably much more... The long-term catches up to you really quickly as well. Mm. And even the short term, it's like how short term is it? Let's say you have you go to you go out to drink, 
And then on your on your way home, how many people have drunk, driven, and just and yeah, just ended lives or caused fatal injuries and stuff like that. For like with alcohol, alcohol, alcohol. <laughs> 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 with alcohol, it's just one of them ones where I just I look at a drink and I go like, there's so many better alternatives. Yeah. What's dragging you to this one? And like for me, for me, it comes also down to another thing where it's like how privileged are we to have alcohol when guys out there don't have even water or drink safe like clean water for them to drink like i'm not i'm not trying i'm not trying to get onto anyone here or too much like of course you can drink alcohol in moderation there's nothing really wrong with it but i just feel like if you're if you're out all day mm. drinking alcohol and that's like your main drink and and like you forget about how many other things that you have around you that can benefit you. I just feel that I just feel like it. It's a bit. It's a bit confusing to be honest. How alcohol has that kind of pull to you that it pulls you to it so much. And it's crazy the way some people drink is actually nasty. Like because obviously I work in retail and some people I serve like their nails are different color, their teeth are falling out their mouth, and they just stink of alcohol. Like. I don't know why you'd want to drink that much. Do you get it? It has such a long-term effect that it's just not worth it. It's not worth the trade-off. I mean, I guess you could say from the physical appearance and from the point of view, from our point of view, it doesn't make sense why someone would want to drink alcohol, which is fair enough because I didn't really understand it either. I know that I'm agreeing with it, but there is a part of it that I do understand because I was thinking it doesn't make sense for someone to go to work from Monday to Friday get absolutely drunk on the weekends and then go back to work with a headache on a Monday. There must be some sort of motivation or some sort of benefit behind it towards them that they see, which is why they keep on going back to do it. So um, I was thinking a bit. Go on. Yeah, so I was going to say the two things I believe, like, in regards to what you've just said is probably, like, like, well, not justifications, but sort of, like, justifications will probably be the social and addictive aspects of alcohol. Like, it's either you drink because that's what your friendship group does on a weekend. The same people you work with and you'll see again when you go back to work on a Monday. So you go do that with them. Also, the addictors, like the people that can't stop drinking alcohol, either because they've got, you know, issues and things like that. That sort of nature, if you will. I mean, yeah, that makes sense. But I think, um, and I agree with you, but another thing is when it comes to just um, plain responsibility as well, because when you're drunk, you don't have like you don't care about anything that's going on around you and i feel like people who have mostly people who have a lot going on in their lives they just want some sort of escape now of course a really easy escape that they can get their hands on fair enough yeah, yeah that's true but other than that if the guys are just enjoying alcohol i have no idea no but some people use i'll be real, some people use it as a social flex like the one I want to talk about the most is Magnums. Like some people walk around the whole yeah, of yeah. London just shaking the bottle in their hand. They're not taking a sip, bro. They'll just walk around and shake the bottle. Like we get it, okay, cool, you're cool. You bought a Magnum. Like let's calm down. Let's calm down. It's got a red top. It's a bottle. It's not that special. <laughs> let's relax. Like let's calm down. My God. Oh, no, that's a good point. That's good. But then again, what does that say about what's it? How, how peer pressure and social image works as well. In regards to youth today, I think it's got a big pool. Definitely a big pool. Everybody wants to be somebody to someone. Do you get it? Mm. Like, I like that one. Yeah, because, like, 
I don't know how to explain it, but it's more like because aunties will tell you, "Oh, the youth are going downhill now because no youth centers," and like, they'll constantly back that that line out. You get it, but I feel like it's less it's less to do with that and more to do with the place they come from, the place they live, the people they see. Do you get it? Especially if you live in like in a city, you grow up your whole life seeing violence and nitties. Like that's to keep it blunt. Do you get it? So they they want to be the next gangster that they see rolling around in a car. In a nice car Do you get it The appearances That's all that matters So to try to attain that They want to act like The bad man of their ends And it has a knock on effect Do you get it It spreads like a virus It makes sense um, So what are you going to say something No I was just thinking The social aspect of it Do we kind of get It's like I feel like The social aspect comes from Like being in school In a sense Like it's kind of a side effect To being in school Mm-hmm. Because I feel like growing up as a child, you initially, you're you're blind to this kind of stuff. You're just like, let me just live my life. You don't think about, okay, what I'm saying might be wrong, what I'm doing might be wrong. You have to be kind of guided and taught and nurtured into thinking, this is wrong to do, that's right to do, that's wrong to do. And I feel like as soon as you get that little touch of social media in your life, the second you get it, is like the control that someone can have over you is is like it's it's lost because mm-hmm. like you can see one small video and that could lead to so much and like it lead to your life changing so much like once like at a point in your life you had someone nurturing you stopping you from doing bad stuff making you understand why stuff is bad suddenly you've now got your hands on a phone you look at what a tiktok video and you're inspired to do something whether it's right or wrong it's up to, I mean, depends on what, what the video is, I guess. But it's like that control element that the person who's, who is nurturing you had has been lost. And it's kind of sad because it's like you raise someone for so many years. Let's say, let's say the, the parenting is good, yeah? You raise someone for so many years, making sure they don't do anything wrong. And suddenly for what? One minute they go see a video on social media or they go read something on social media or they go look at something on social media and it's just that that small thing that can change them so easily because kids change easily much easier than adults do at least so it's like how do you regulate that? Um, Well I think with something like that I would have to come down with um, come down to enough exposure or the the relevant amount of exposure because the thing about kids is that kids are extremely curious as well so if they see something new they're going to want to go and try it out and there are some parents who will completely shield their children from what's going on and when their children discover these things it's completely new so they want to see what it's like yeah that's just a curiosity of a person of a human being that's just how it works yeah, I agree. So, I think. Mm, go on. Yeah, I was thinking that it's more. I think it's solely the parents' responsibility to take care of a child and what they do and don't see on social media. But me saying that, the key word there is child. That there's a certain age where you should allow your child more freedom to kind of explore and see more things and have more freedoms to do what they need to do. Do you get? Because if, like you said, if you show the child up until the age of sixteen, seventeen, and then they're exposed to this whole new life outside, from like the four walls in their houses. They're going to be so confused like, and not be able to maybe even interact socially or act socially or understand social cues and things like that. So there's definitely a key 
twist or key moment in their lives that they need to understand what's outside of their homes which you get mm-hmm. yeah that's my point of view on that yeah and then the other thing is with social media as well i don't think well at least i haven't come across parents who properly regulate their child's use of social media and i'm not saying that as a sort of criticism because we don't actually know how to regulate a child's use of social media personally i'm pretty sure i didn't have any social media until the age of like 13 or 14 which i'm actually grateful for because social media can have serious damaging effects on a child but i wouldn't recommend that happening for like someone like my younger brother they should know where it is but their usage of it shouldn't be to the point that they're spending hours on it because at that point they're getting influenced by the outside world inside their home as well as outside yeah no i agree with that i feel like i mean i only started using social media properly probably in sick form and i could just see that i literally lost like what you're saying like you don't you get curious in it you start thinking okay what what can i do with this how far can i go what's the limits and then you just go and then eventually it get to a point where you just you're using it every day non-stop then after that we went into a lockdown going to a lockdown it probably made it even worse because you what else are you going to do apart from just stare at your phone all day you can't really go outside so i feel like i feel like slowly we're starting to break out of it now with people like coming back together doing actually stuff just going outside which i think is probably a good thing i think also uh, wait just this might be cut out but you know how we were talking about youth and recreation Mm. social media is actually a big one i know social media is so big oh yeah you can say something else. Nah, bro, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, oh okay, yeah. sorry. <laughs> nah, but it's true though. And then also, um, I think another thing social media does to kids is it desensitizes them as well. Because I've certainly had that. Yeah, I've certainly had that happen to me in my case. Obviously, it might not be um, the same for other people. But personally, for me, when it comes to religion and, and things like that, you know that there are set rules in religion. And that's the same for Christianity and Islam. There are set rules in those two religions and when you go to social media the more you intake the information that they're giving you the more you start to de- become desensitized to the type of information so something you wouldn't have even looked at before maybe a year prior now you look at it and you say oh, you say to yourself oh that's not bad however it's a clear violation of your rules of your religion which is one of the reasons why i just normally do a detox when it comes to um social media because i realized that this was happening so if i realized that this is happening to me at my age then how easy influence would a child be let's say a child like a 14 year old or 13 year old they're going to be a lot more easily influenced and then another thing that we i just feel like people don't remember is that the people who are putting information online are people as well and they also have the capacity to be the capacity to be wrong they're not what they say doesn't go and I feel like we don't take that into consideration. We just see it and we just see a whole wave of people sharing the same opinion. Just because a lot of people share the same opinion doesn't mean they're right. They could still very well be wrong. I think I think that happens a lot as well. I feel like, if anything, with social media, you're losing the ability 
to have people just be themselves and have their own opinions and think for themselves. Because, like, what, you look on social media, you see an opinion, and for some reason, subconsciously, you're slowly drawn closer and closer to the opinion. For example, if you see a TikTok now, you go go look at the comments, you see what everyone's saying, subconsciously, you start agreeing with all those people. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. it's, like, it's like the strength in numbers aspect. Like, well, if they're all agreeing with each other, that means for some, they must be right. Exactly. Which is not, which in in some cases you could say it's right. In some cases, of course, it's wrong. On the religion aspect, I feel like, especially now, I feel, I was, I'd say before I was probably wasting my time on social media, but there is a way in which you can engineer these social media apps to make it so that they're beneficial to you. Mm-hmm. For example, like let's say you're on TikTok. TikTok, on your feed, you're only going to really get stuff that you like or people that you follow let's say so if you were to constantly just like videos on let's say islam or christianity you'll continue to learn more then i'd say there's there's i suppose you could create a benefit out of that but i do think one thing though is just that aspect of always question what you read or what mm-hmm. you, what you're going to what you the information you've been given because you never know when like you like it's not we come from an academic background. We've all gone to school. And if there's one thing that you're going to learn from school is that you need to be, you need to be, you need to be questioning what you're learning. Because it's not a case of when you, after, I suppose, in school you're doing your GCSEs, you have to accept what they're saying, I guess. Or else you're going to get questions wrong. But, like, when you come out of school, when you come out of school, it's like, you got to start developing that mindset of what, this is over here, this is what they're saying, how true is that, how false is that, what are alternatives to this, and like, trying to, so for example, it's like, with, with Islam, let's say, this might be a bit too specific, but, it's like, this idea of, this, the the Prophet's sayings, and then how authentic, and, you know, and not authentic they are, yeah? Mm-hmm. So, in that aspect, like, there's an academic process there of, of course, you don't have to learn which or how you decide whether they're authentic or not. You can leave that to the scholars because if there's millions of scholars saying it, you have to, in the end, trust their opinion because they're more knowledgeable, far more knowledgeable. But yeah, there's that aspect. And then it's like you, you reading something and then clearly seeing that you might think that it's authentic when you read it from TikTok, let's say, because someone's saying it and a lot of people are agreeing. And it sounds societal on the societal side side it sounds really okay and really good a good thing to do but you know how liberalists are like you should have your own freedom and stuff like yeah. that like, kind of like that it's very freeing let's say and then once you of course want if you were to look if you weren't to look around and see okay how authentic and how true is what they're saying then you would continue your life living by that path and thinking okay my religion says I can do this or the person or the prophet said I'm allowed to do this so that means I can go do whatever I want I feel like that then like just ruins the whole aspect of being part of a religion Mm -hmm. it's like how can you think that you can do whatever you want or how can you change stuff in your religion to make them suit you and then assume that that you're not going to be like punished for it or 
that you're, you're you're doing something right at all. For like a lot of people nowadays, they they choose to break, not break, but they they choose to engineer or change their religions or change what they believe in so that it suits them. When really and truly the religions are already complete, so you should be the one confirmed to them if you believe in it, of course. No, that's calm, but it's not. But it's a good point. Like it's a good point. Like um, going to see the authenticity for yourself. And of course, if you're if you're listening, you might not necessarily um believe in a god or whatnot. But for those of you that do and you do share the same religion, it's very interesting that you're still pushed to go and check the authenticity for yourself, regardless of whether the information was from like god or not because it would obviously it isn't directly from god so we are pushed to check that information so if we're pushed to check that information which is so important then we should always be pushed to check whatever information is given to us whether it be through social media or some other means we can't just take everything um at face value and start believing it otherwise we just become like a sponge that just absorbs information about social media i don't know i just say like everybody's personality is not from behind the screen you don't really know people until you meet them um that's probably one of the biggest issues and in terms of how this relates to youth and recreation you know your people are a lot less social nowadays everybody's sitting at home doing what they need to do from home you probably play games with people from your school but other than that circle don't really reach too far unless you know people from your area and yeah you don't get better than that to be fair i think for the youths unless anyone disagrees with that i mean you may have a point but the thing is the thing i find interesting is that it can get better than that or people just choose not to make it better than that because personally okay so personally i find um i find it very enriching to actually go and see someone in person yeah i'm not i'm not too fond on a phone call or text or texting i'd rather see you in person but i think people this whole having um telecommunications it it makes people take away the importance from actually seeing people in person actually being in the same space with them going out to do something and it could be something so bizarre or something they didn't plan but you always know that when you go see a friend who you genuinely like it's going to be a nice experience with them but nowadays like you said Farouk everyone's just at home doing their whole doing their own thing so it just takes away that experience I feel like we've lost that experience of actually being together in one place at a time i mean it's i mean i can't really speak for myself i don't know about you guys but no i agree i can't lie yeah. i feel like most people like to speak on phones and messages because they know that they can take a social pause whenever they feel like it on like a in-person conversation because obviously if you're talking to someone and your social battery is kind of depleted yeah you can't really just walk away from them because like hey oh, what like what's happening but if you're on a phone call with someone or in a text message, yeah, make up an excuse, you end it right there and you can even recharge and come back later. Do you get it? So that, that's probably one thing why people might prefer telecoms and so on and so forth. But yeah. Nah, that makes sense. I'm not even gonna lie, I didn't deep that one. Mm. I probably do that a lot. Because sometimes I, I don't, I don't want to sound like I'm just a waste man or what. But you know, sometimes just like really not in the mood to talk to people. Yeah. Like you're just ri- like you're just having a bad day, you want to just be left alone for one day, you know. There's just that one day you really you really can't fathom a conversation. You you're just one conversation away from imploding. Like that's the type I'm thinking. 
Like that's the, that's the type of stuff I'm thinking where you can just yeah don't worry I'll talk to you later bro da, da, da. I got something to do hang up the phone do you get it and it's that easy but in in person you can't do that do you know what I mean like it's so awkward but why not though but why is it awkward though because because it's a social interaction the other person might pick up yeah this brother's really capping that and then it might might cause disturbances or problems or with the relationship you have with that person do you get it. Yeah, okay. You just Fair withdraw enough. yourself immediately from from Fair a social enough. interaction, like. Yeah. But nah, should yeah. it? The point is, should it though? Should it? Because it yeah. should. It depends on who I'm, you talk to, but yeah, you exactly. Never, you I'm, never know what people's internal are thinking, like. <laughs> Fair enough, but I am very. I wouldn't say guilty. Okay, I'm just going to use the word guilty. The word guilty, but it's not that I feel guilty about it. But sometimes that does happen to me. The social battery just goes out of the window, and sometimes I don't know. You might, you guys might have clocked. Like maybe when you're with me, I'll just go outside and I'll just be chilling. Yeah, nah, you're you're very evident. I might just be doing some weird stuff. I might just start doing some weird stuff. You can tell that I'm just tired. I right. can't like, but yours is a bit different. Yours is a bit is a bit gluttonous. Like when you when your social battery depletes, you just back out cookies from your bag and then you're good again. Like, did you get it? Gee, what was that? <laughs> what? what was that? <laughs> I said food, food, food. Yeah, like, social battery. Yeah, I think food just recharges your social battery. I can't lie, you're like, whenever you're depleted, you're one sugar off away from just being the oh, guy yeah, no, again. Oh, yeah, no, you like. do, you do. Oh, do that, wait. Though. Remember wait, in sick for me, you're like, oh, oh no, 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 it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? That is true, that is true. Yeah. I use sugar and to Mr. Kipling, it. he said just for some reason, you yeah. take that lunchtime and you're back to normal after lunch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I used to grab some sugar and I'd be like, yeah, man's back. I'm ready to go again and at home I'll just crash <laughs> no but it saved my life though in school yeah no school, school's a tough one man school's a tough one I can't lie there was one guy in my school he was just mute like I've never heard him speak once in my whole five years of being in secondary never five not years. once literally fact, bro five years the whole time he did not speak one time one time let's, let's hope he can he has the ability to speak first <laughs> I'm yeah, sure he does he just like sits in silent in the back like so some people oh, yeah. actually just don't want to speak. I would, they will go to whatever lengths is necessary to just not speak. Yeah, especially no, I respect that. Just not I respect that. I respect that. I'd rather someone not talk at all than talk too much. Because we've had, we've had too many people that talk too much in our lives, man. <laughs> but anyway, back to the main topic. <laughs> youth. Um, well, we can talk about school called? and youth. I don't even know. You know. I feel like school is important, but... Uh, like it's stupid at the same time, you know what I mean? These guys have memories. Like, hear me out, hear me out. <laughs> hear me out, hear me out. Because, okay, cool. Let's say primary school, the basics of math, science, English, whatever, so on and so forth, important, definitely. And I feel like that's the most social way a school is built. Do you get what I mean? Where, like, you're just little kids having fun and the teachers acknowledge that. But the moment you touch a secondary school, I don't it's, it's it gets run like a prison. Do you know what I mean? You're confined. Child time. No speaking until child time. You get it. <laughs> Keep your ties on. Walk down the stairs properly. You get. We don't want a riot. We don't want a riot. I don't like it. It's it's too. To be fair, the the riot condescending. Part, well, you shouldn't be doing that without a prison, anyways. But it's too condescending. Like I don't like it. Like treat me like a person. You, so they talk about how mature you are, how you're a big man now, but they don't treat you like one. Do you get it? I'm, look, okay, fair enough. The thing is, that might work for you. Like, treating you like a person, it might work. But then again, you have to remember that there's hundreds of other students, which they're a bit, let's be honest with each other, yeah. Some of these students are a bit 
If you're childish, you're childish. Yeah, I don't. They're year sevens, isn't it? They're children. They are year sevens. So, however mature you tell them that they are, they're not that mature. I know eighteen-year-olds who are not mature. Yeah, yeah. So that's just how it is. And then, but I hear what you're saying though. I remember one time um, I got in trouble in year seven for, for playing it. it tag. <laughs> I got in trouble for playing it, and I was so I was so baffled. I was thinking, I'm not allowed to have fun anymore. But I don't know why they do that. I, 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 yeah, no, sure. I don't understand that one either. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. Let me let me cl- more clarify just so I give more understanding. All right, cool. Year seven is gonna be a child still. They're still gonna do childish things, even year eight, year nine, and you're gonna need to chastise them when they do wrong. That's understood. That's that that point is fair enough. But my point is, like some teachers are really, really, really do the most petty stuff I've ever seen in my life. Can can we all agree? This? Can we all agree on this? Like you're really doing the most. Like really doing a bit. Too much, a bit too much. Like you, you just cause the biggest problems over nothing, literally nothing. Rick, you sound like you have a memory you want to tell. <laughs> uh, I have too many and a couple names which I believe we will know of. But you know, there's no point now. There's no point. Uh, now. <laughs> we, we leave the past in the past, and yeah, that's where it belongs. Okay, no, I think I, I, I think I understand. Yeah, I think he, look, he understood that said, one. Yeah, I yeah. understood what you meant by condescending. Like, I'm, let, let me be fair I'm not a violent person I think I'm a quiet Laid back Peaceful guy But there's some teachers That will really get in your face And, and you're just thinking in your head, Like I can really Smoke you right now like, I can really just I can I can really End your whole family tree Right now And you're just Like Really Really And you'll be screaming At my okay. Alright No problem No problem that's, that's something to talk about though Like some teachers They, they already They skip to the shouting Mm-hmm really really quick yeah plus bro like if if you're gonna act like that to a child it's gonna give them more incentive to act out against you rather than when you sit them down and say okay listen can we talk about what the problem is like as an actual adult like they're really gonna think bro this teacher probably cares and we've had a nice little conversation maybe we can understand each other and do better but if you're gonna scream in a child's face do you think he's not gonna internally be mad as hell and he's not just gonna switch and more riot out and act out more do you get what i'm saying that no, yeah. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying because I I try to do that more with my my younger brother now as well. I actually don't ever shout at my younger brother, even though he's an he's an annoying guy and he does some stupid stuff. But I don't actually shout at him. And Zach, like, when you don't shout at a child, they know that what they've done is wrong, which is very bizarre. If you sit them down and tell them, "Look, you've done this thing, and I'm not happy about it," then that they register that more than you just screaming at them. Because when you scream at them, it's just an attack to them. That's all that is. You're just attacking them. That's like the disappointing thing you get from your parents. Have you ever got that from your parents? Like, well, apart apart from getting whooped, yeah. Have you ever got like, yeah, I'm disappointed. Yeah, yeah. Dude, that the one disappointment hurts. hurts more than the whoop. That one hurts, oh, bro. The disappointment hurts, hurts more than the beatings, bro. When I say but, I was in my head, I was like, yeah, I failed. I failed. I failed in my I life failed. already. Just like, take me away. It was like year eight, and I think I, I flinched. I thought I was gonna get myself hurt, bro. And I was like, she was like, no, I'm just disappointed. I was like, rah. It's like, bro, you're supposed you're supposed to whoop me, bro. I was like, you're supposed to smack me around. I was like, yeah, I'll take the beating, please. Thank you. Like, whoa, what was that? My God! And I remember the next day, I went, I went little and I had to buy flowers when I thought that bad. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but I hear that you just on your best behavior afterwards. Yeah, you get me, like. I was like, that's just that's just how things should be. But don't get me wrong. I'm not saying treat a child like that all the time because sometimes they need to hold a little. A little tutu whoop, you know what I mean? Because they they need to understand. That's how you set precedence. Precedence, sorry. What's right and what's wrong. 
Did you get it? Because if yeah, a child's think... doing that mad thing, you're just telling them, don't do that again. I'm disappointed. They'll be like, oh, shut the f-. Like, no, no one cares. Like, be quiet. But obviously, if you're whooping them one time when they're doing something crazy, or they do something just under that borderline, and you're telling them, I'm disappointed. They'll be like, okay, cool. I know where the boundary is. So I'll stop doing this and that, 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 that. Exactly. You see, but the, that only comes like once. And it doesn't really, it, it's not something that's supposed to happen as often that, as a teacher always shouting at you. Mm. Like, I know, like, when I was talking about my brother, yeah, me and my brother were always having banter, like, 24-7. We play fight, all, all that stuff, yeah. But there's, he knows that there's a certain threshold that he, he can't go past, because if, go pa- if he goes past that threshold, there's going to be a serious problem. So he never goes past that, like... <laughs> Why are you laughing? No, <laughs> no I understand because like I understand the threshold. No, no, I get the threshold too. Plus, can we also discuss one thing about school? How stupid report cards are, please. I feel like we really need to touch on this because it's just such a stupid, stupid idea. Like, why, why? And then a teacher the forgets cards. to sign a little. Not, do you not get that in your school? No, we did. We what, did. The, um, we got it too much. One to five. No, yeah, yeah, one, one to, to five. five Ooh, for us, it was but one like, to I four. Think, what was it? Four weeks. Behavior. Bro, it was so stupid. No, and if it's five days, fam, if you've got a supply teacher and they didn't sign it, or they didn't want to, or they forgot to, or whatever, bro, you're holding a two-hour detention. Like, huh? Why? I don't know what school you went to. Two hours. A prison. Like... It's not a school. It's a jail. House. It's a prison. <laughs> Fair enough. That's what it Fair is. Enough. I'm not, I'm not too keen on the report card system. It's so dumb. It's stupid, honestly. And you have to go home and get your parents to sign it, like. They, they really don't understand how detrimental that is and how, how many signatures I had to fake in my time. Bro, when I tell you I can forge signatures, I'm not proud of it. But hey, I had to do what I had to do to get through those years. Because there was no way I was doing that. <laughs> I, I did different signatures every time. Yeah, this guy's serious. But this no, guy, no this guy one, does not care. No one looked at him and like, no one questioned it. So I was like, I just thought, you know what, let's just continue. They're just glancing and get, get a move on. But then again, if you're just glancing, then that means there's no point in them doing it in the first place. It's a waste of time. Agreed. Did you even have behaviour leaders in your school? Like actual beha- teachers just there for your behaviour if you misbehave? Yeah. Cool, cool. Is that not basically the SLT? Yeah, yeah, that's what the SLT did. Yeah, one of our SLT guys, he, he made a song of OFB. <laughs> no way. I swear to God, yeah. on my life. On my life. That's how you know my school was. Golly, bro. How, how can one of my SLT leaders make us a song of OFB, bro? Imagine, he's a teacher. Allow it. Allow oh, it. Look, look, look. Multiple streams of income. He was on it first. Yeah. <laughs> it first. Oh, it's just ridiculous, man. What school did you go to, bro? Um, HBAED keep it at that stop lying stop lying stop lying what school did you go to HBAED what school is that that's what I'm saying brothers that know will know brothers that don't will not <laughs> that school is off the grid it's not off the grid it's next to Pecos I feel like it's one of the ones that I know as well what is it I'll give you a clue the uniform's orange and, and it's so ugly it's orange and um, what is it like, like navy blue like dark black, black, navy, blue, and orange. Yeah, I don't know what to say about that. It's the ugliest uniform, I promise you, bro. Bro, you look like a traffic cone, like. It's not right. <laughs> I swear. Oh, you went here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and thanks for baiting it. I want to keep it an abbreviation, but okay. Yeah, don't worry. If, if, it, if it matters so much, we'll just cut it out. No, it's calm, it's calm, it's calm, it's calm. <laughs> Like, what are they going to do? Give me the attention. Like. <laughs> 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 Moving on. Another thing I wanted to talk about was... Uh, I mean, we've already touched on it. 
but social image when it comes to things like um, smoking as well. And it's not really smoking now. And I guess people smoke for the same reasons that they that they drink alcohol. But it's more to do with like vapes and stuff like that. I see I see a lot of teenagers with vapes. You know the the, you know? the typical Snapchat. Um, yes, that's what I'm talking about. They take about. a snap and they breathe into the camera. Oh my god! I don't I don't I don't want to see what you're breathing out at me. It's a bit weird. You're throwing gun fingers at a screen like you're not bad. You just you just look like a bum. Like, it's really it's really disappointing. <laughs> You know, if you look at the videos without the vape there, it's actually like, you're just like, what the hell is this person doing? <laughs> Must have without the vape. Without hey, the vape, don't look. Without the vape, that is funny. Farouk was the one who told me about that. Right, no, you saw, you remember the one I showed you? That one, <laughs> that one was crazy, bro. Oh my God. Like, just deep it. Like, can we actually, if you're one of these people, can you just think to yourself, okay, cool. So I've taken a puff of a vape, Fez. I've decided to turn on my camera on Snapchat, point gun things at a screen, and then blow into the screen. Now that you thought about it, how do you feel about yourself? Because I'll tell you, I, I dislike him strongly. <laughs> strongly. <laughs> I dislike him strongly, man. Bro, like, how sad is that? How sad <laughs> must you be to do that thing? Yeah, 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 yeah. Girls are going to love this one. Girls are going <laughs> to love this one. Yeah. Look, boys like to impress girls. While simultaneously say that they don't care about them. Agreed. That's, that's, that's just that's just the day and age we live in. But let's not forget, some girls actually like that because them two are just very, very. What's the word that I can use without being cancelled? Um. Let's just say compatible. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll use that one now. <clears throat> PG. Look, that's fine. Um, they can have themselves. That's fine by me. But on that note, what's it called? When it comes to posting, Fruk, I have a question to ask you. You posted something on your Snapchat story before, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Okay. Why do you post? Uh, I mean, it depends what I've posted, really. Sometimes it's just a link to my Instagram to get some likes because, you know, I have a new fit. I don't want people to see it just because it kind of, it's my expression. As you know, I'm a sneakerhead and I like to show off the new trainers I get. But other than that, I can't really think of a reason. I mean, I, when I was younger, don't your sister, I used to post just to get views, but now that's not me, bro. I try, I grew out of that, out of secondary. Of the real, I fully respect what you just said. <clears throat> yeah, honestly, bro, honestly, yeah, honestly. You, you got a new fit and you wanted people to see it. Because if I ask um, most people that question, they'll act like um, other people seeing their story doesn't matter to them, which doesn't make any sense because the whole purpose of posting on the story is for other people to see it. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. to some sort of extent, that means that you care about other people's opinions, no? Exactly, true, one hundred percent. And there's no shame in admitting that. If anything, you're bringing more shame by not admitting it and just lying straight up. Exactly. Oh, I was gonna take it somewhere else, but I don't think the females would like that. I would like it. I would like it. I would like it. I would like it. I would like it very much. Okay. Okay. First of all, first things first. First things first. Okay. Ladies. The makeup thing. I fully understand that some of you generally do makeup at home. You look at yourself in the mirror and say, oh, I look cute today. Fair enough. Okay, fine. But then there's another batch of you guys. At home, you won't do any makeup. You do makeup when you go outside. And then you will say, I did it for myself. That literally doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. 
why put them, if it's for yourself, why not do it at home for yourself like you say it is for? And before you think of some explanation or some rebuttal to my remark, just think whether it actually contradicts what I'm saying. Because regardless of anything that you come up with, it it won't it won't deter what I'm saying. It doesn't make sense for you to not wear makeup at home, go outside, wear it and say you did it for yourself. I can guarantee you that when you're by your, when you're outside with makeup on, you don't see yourself that often. Unless it's in the what the to the reflection of a of a shop window or whatever. <laughs> but all the time personally, all the times I've walked through like um central London, I don't see that many ladies with makeup on looking at themselves um through um a shop's reflection. That's just my experience. That's just I'll my experience. Since sit, it's already on this conversation, yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna say how it is. Uh, <laughs> some 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 of you like all right, we had this um not argument, but more of a discussion in the past about girls saying trims are like for guys or like makeup for girls and it's really, really not. And I like to say in the in the words of Dappy, you know, when you look in the mirror you can't even recognise yourself because you're just a different person. <laughs> you're just a <laughs> You're really just a different person. Like, caking up. I understand some people use makeup as an enhancement. Fair enough. But some people really cake it up on their face and make them look like a different person completely. Cough, cough. So, when you do those type of things. Okay, okay. So, when you do them. Bleepers. You slap that on TikTok. Bleepers. No, no, no. We'll keep that in the podcast. Thank you. But when we. When we. When we talk about these things, that please, ladies, just keep it, keep it on a low. Do you know I mean, not don't put too much. You're beautiful the way you are. No, no, freak, freak, you're forgetting, you're forgetting. They're doing it for themselves. It's not about you. For themselves, yeah, yeah, for themselves, for themselves. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, they're just going to disappoint people because eventually they're going to have to take it off. Do you, do you see what I'm saying here? So you know, what I mean, you're going to go from looking like you know, who, who's a top tip? I don't know. Give me a top tip, um, lads. Top tip. Top I don't know. My, my gaze is lower, G. I don't, I don't know. Word. Oh, right. I, I, I don't know about them things there. Let's say you go from a Zendaya to a Mr. Bean. With one one, one wipe Mr. of a tissue. Mr. Bean's a beautiful guy. Don't say that. Exactly, bro. Yeah, a guy. Keyword. Okay, I see where you're taking this stuff. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, <laughs> Fair enough. It's well, crazy. yeah, look. We're not, we're not criticizing the use of makeup. Of course, we're not criticizing the use of makeup. Maybe makeup isn't for everyone. Yeah. But makeup, that of course you could do what you want, but when it comes to the reasoning behind it, it just doesn't make sense for you to say I'm doing it for myself. Well, you know very well that you're not doing it for yourself, and the purpose of makeup isn't just for yourself. Just that's just what it is. That's what it is. I agree. I concur. And the same. The same can be said with things, certain things that guys do as well. Like, let me think of an example. What's what's something that just guys like? Some people they hit gym do. just to post, just to post a pic. But I don't know that. I don't know. Actually, no. That's allowed. I'll tell you that's why. Wait, say that again. Some people hit in gym just to like, just for the social media aspect. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And they put a weight in their hand and take a picture of themselves in the mirror. All right, we get it. Like, yeah. You hit the gym. Yeah, yeah. I, but I don't know. I I feel like yeah. That's probably, no. I agree. Same level. That's probably one. They just want social appreciation. That's all that is. That's all it is. And they say uh, same with makeup. They want people to point and say, "Look, I want to be like that person." Exactly. Exactly. It doesn't make sense. What else? Uh, you know, let's let's criticize guys a bit here, because what else do you demand oh, them do? Look, I'm, what do you I'm do? all for the critique 
of young males, honestly. Even men. Oh, listen, the whole gender. Oh, you know what? I can't lie. This might be... Um, I don't know if this is a bit off topic, but um, the people who complain about um, women showing their bodies on social media, yet they're the same people who are liking their posts. It doesn't yeah. make any yeah, sense. Yeah, that, that one makes sense. If you're yeah. gonna, if you're gonna come, there's no way you can complain about that and then be the same person liking those things because men complain all the time that oh, women can make easy money and they can um, go make these accounts, like these private more mature accounts and do whatever they want and make quick money but it's not the same for men however who is giving them that money it doesn't just fall from the from the flipping sky it doesn't that's not how it works it's literally men giving them up giving them that money so if you're going to hold women accountable for it you better be holding men accountable for it as well right, they get a bag funding it. yeah but then men are funding it literally I'm not like, you, can, you can be critical and not dictatorial about it is that the right word like you can't say you can't do that you can't do this but you can say i advise against it it's really you know it's not a good look but obviously you can't be making that opinion and be the same brother that buys it because that's just hypocritical 100 percent, 100 percent. that's ridiculous (laughs) and you also can't Um, make that you can't have that opinion and not look at the flip side as well because i feel like a lot a lot of the issues with um between men and women is just are just pointing fingers when they're both equally involved. Yeah. That happens. That's, that's like, but then that's like the human kind in general, bro. We just play the blame game without I'm, looking at ourselves. Which I mean, it's human kind in general, but it's just like, it, it generally isn't that, it isn't that hard to actually just look at yourself and just think what you're yeah. doing is wrong. But then again, if you haven't been trained to do so, then it probably is extremely difficult. I wonder where it comes from, though. Just think about it. where do, is it something that we just naturally have that self preservation probably everybody wants to put everybody else at blame so they can protect themselves yeah psychologically or physically it's easier to put someone else in the what's it the firing line than yourself mm-hmm. that's why arguments are killer everybody wants to be right but nobody wants to be admit and wants to admit they're wrong. Bro, I just I just want to say, yeah, for you, you be dropping gems. I'm not gonna lie. You be dropping gems randomly. it's it's just me being a bit philosophical, you know. It keeps me up at night, you know, just looking That's at the ceiling. Serious, look, honestly, them night times, bro. I just you know that was you know what I'm saying, like you, you just get a mad philosophical and like, bro, this is crazy, and then you just start deep in it. Oh yeah. I remember I asked for it, but I didn't ask you. So, why do you post on social media? Um, so, but I've never been someone to like post pictures or anything like that. If anything, mm-hmm. I hate cameras. So the reason I mostly post the most the posts I mostly do on social media are to do with. Yes, that's, that that's the one. That's the it most. Just, this guy's the most it, humble guy. I promise you. <laughs> you know, it, it's just to remind people about God, man. Because like you, every day you see so much on social media, but how much is that? Remind me, reminding you of let's say those who believe in God, of their true purpose. This world. So like, like for me, it's just that aspect of I need. I don't have to be the one, but if I'm capable of doing it, why shouldn't I? So like that's why s- every time I post, I say I post that Alhamdulillah, because I'm just like you know what, I said it. Now let's let everyone else who reads it say it too. Like, yeah, my, like, no, 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 that's a, that's a lit one. Sorry, go on. No, I was gonna say, so sorry for trying to like cut there. I didn't clock yeah, your voice, but 
I was gonna say like every time I see someone post like, Alhamdulillah, like actually like actually take a minute to just appreciate everything that happened for a moment. Like it, it really hit, just one word, it hits really deep. Like I just sit there and be like, Yeah, I always complain about not having this, this and that, but I always forget that I have this, this and that. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah it gives me a moment of appreciation. So thank you for that salam. I appreciate that. No problem, man. To be fair, it's just a mindset. When if, once you believe once you build that mindset that you're just talking about. It's cool we I I call it the Alhamdulillah mindset where you're just like yeah, a problem comes up A problem comes up Alhamdulillah I, I, I'm blessed enough To face this problem Right now mm-hmm. Oof. Like, Oof Like stuff like that Is like, I promise you It's like There's a re- I think there's a reason Why on the on a mental level I haven't really ever Fallen To a level Where I'm like I'm Depressed Outright depressed mm. I think it's just that That exact mindset That has just Brought me back Every time like I could spend half an hour overthinking about something and suddenly a single switch hits in my head and done. The problem solved within seconds mm. just because of one word. And for me, that that's just crazy because like how many people struggling with are struggling with those same issues of overthinking? True. And it's just like, if if we if I if I have this solution, why the hell should I share it with everyone else? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, yeah. even if it doesn't work for them, it's like the the point in me putting it there is that I want to help you. Look, like for me, it's it's another thing. Is like regardless of whether someone doesn't talk to me, I don't know you. Regardless of whether you stab me in the back or stuff like that, yeah. I'm I'm very simple. Like, if you want help, I'll help you as much as it's in my power at the time. Mm-hmm. After that, I'll leave you to God. <laughs> my, hope, my rule is not the my hope is not the real hope. The real hope is gonna be from God all the time. Preach. So it's like so it's like that's that's probably I've I feel like the lockdown probably developed that mindset. I feel like I had it I've had it sit the throughout the whole of secondary school. But until the lockdown where I generally sat down, looked at myself and went like, why do I think like this? Mm-hmm. Why does this come to my mind when I hear something like when you genuinely start to figure out more and more about your mind, you can start to change it bit by bit. That's not to say that you should try to understand your whole mind and understand how you think on a, like, a lot more on, on all topics, because that's very hard. But just think about the day-to-day things that you do. Think about how your mind reacts to them and how can you change that. And then the solutions will come themselves. That was a beautiful speech, man. That was come on, inspirational. That was that was amazing. Okay, so now it's the time for the QMS challenge. We have our third participant. So the question is, I'm not even a question, but yeah, name as many trainers as you can in thirty seconds. As many what? Trainers. Oh, <laughs> okay. Jordan one's Jordan two, Jordan three, Jordan four, Jordan five, Jordan six, Jordan seven, Jordan eight, Jordan nine, Jordan ten, Jordan eleven. Puma RS Dreamers. Uh, Adidas Easy 350s, Adidas 500 Yeezys, uh, Adidas Osiwigos, uh, the... Are we talking about silhouettes or like actual name of trainers? For example, different Jordan ones. Silhouettes, okay. Um, damn. Uh, Nike Dunk Highs, Nike Dunk Lows. How many did he get? Okay, yeah, so he's, he's basically top. Am I at the top? Yeah, because for... Because Red One Tank, they only got 14. Huh. 
Okay, so you got... Okay, so Farouk got 16 and 30 seconds. So at the moment, he's top of our leaderboard. First place. And yeah, I suppose we'll end the podcast there and enjoy the rest of your time. <laughs>